Welcome today to Kingdom Concepts. I'm Dr. Joshua Bolger, and I have the pleasure of having my daughter, Alea, in the studio with me today. We've been having a wonderful time, amen, this month, amen, just being thankful, being grateful, being joyful. I mean, I feel like Christmas came early. Uh, <laughs> I encouraged myself, you know. No, let me tell you something. It's such a blessing, amen, to be born again, amen, to enjoy this great salvation and Man, who, who wouldn't be joyful? Who, who right. couldn't be thankful? Who couldn't be grateful? You know, when you serve the God that we serve, you know. Mm -hmm. That's right. There is always something to be joyful about. And I feel like if if you feel like, nah, that's not true, then you need to go back and you need to listen to all the other ones we just yes. talked about. Um, you know, we've been talking about thankfulness, gratefulness, you know, this month. And also we're talking about joy and that all comes together. Yeah. You can't really have one without the other, mm -hmm. um, with longevity, I yeah. should say, cause you can practice a few of them. Um, but it's not going to last unless you kind of put them all together. And, um, I love that this is coming out in November because I feel like this is the time when people want to start applying this to their life. Yeah. But I hope that if you get anything in that, if the listeners get anything, it's that these things should be evident all year long and not just, you know, in November. Yeah. Yeah. Having a grateful heart, having a thankful heart, um, the fruit of the mm -hmm. Holy Spirit, you know, mm -hmm. the joy of the Lord. It's not something that should be seasonal. It shouldn't. And it, America has done that so much. Yeah. And, you know, because it wasn't until Madeline moved to Australia that I realized they don't celebrate Thanksgiving everywhere. <laughs> they just have to be thankful all the time. Yeah. You know, they don't get a restart every November and, you know, pick it back up, you know, and then put it down when we're done. No, like this is a, and I feel like that that is so true. We, in America, sometimes we can get stuck. Yeah. Uh, not applying these three things all year yeah. long, and it shouldn't be that way. Well, I tell people, you don't, you don't have to have a turkey to be thankful. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> um, you know, um, it, it's just so important for us to understand that when it comes to you having a grateful heart, a thankful heart, you know, it's a choice. Yeah. It truly is a choice. I mean, you have to decide that you're, you're going to allow the Lord to have your heart and your mind. Mm -hmm. Amen. Because when he's involved in your life, you always have something good going on. You're on the winning team. Yeah. You know, you're on right. the winning side of life. I mean, your life's already new and it's getting newer. Yeah. You know, every <laughs> single day, old things are passing away. Everything's becoming new. And I think that sometimes, you know, people are just, uh, they really don't understand the power of a grateful heart. Yeah. They don't understand the power of gratitude and, and being thankful. I don't know if they, they, they just don't, it just doesn't click what it can do for you. Yeah. You know, not just, I mean, with the Lord as well as with people. I mean, it's amazing the kind of service you get from uh, from people when you're you're thankful. Yeah. And when you're grateful, it's like, you'll, you'll, we always get upgrades and perks and different things because we're always a thankful, grateful people. We always mm -hmm. say thank you to people. Yeah. And, and now if people can respond, you know, uh, in kind. Yeah. You know, how much more our Heavenly Father, when we acknowledge Him and what He's done for us, because let's be honest, you know, you have a lot of people that if it wasn't for bad things happening, they wouldn't even have a prayer life. That's so true. It's sad, but it's so true. Yeah. They run to God when things are horrible instead of filling up throughout the, you know, throughout the year, throughout their week on things that they're going to need when the enemy tries to come. Because if you're a believer, 
you know by reading your word that the enemy is going to try to come to steal. He yeah. tries to come to kill, comes to destroy. And if you're filling yourself up, then you're already like you're already set up for yeah. that attack coming. You're already, you know, have that armor on and you're not sitting down taking a lunch with mm -hmm. your armor. You don't know you're armored up, ready for that attack. And uh, being thankful and being grateful sets you up for that win, I believe. No, it, absolutely. I mean, the Bible says that the joy of the Lord is your strength. Yep. And and it's like we we draw, we draw from the strength of the Lord when we're joyful. Amen. Mm -hmm. When we're when we're mindful of who he is and what he's done for us, yep. what he's what he's given to us and what we have. Mm -hmm. Amen. We have a reason to be grateful. And you know, when I think about, you know, being grateful, when I think about being thankful, um, and, and just the joyfulness, you know, that, uh, that, that those three, it's like the three amigos, you know, yeah. joyfulness, thankfulness, <laughs> and gratefulness. When I, when I think about the reward, amen, yeah. and the power of a grateful heart, I am always reminded about a portion of scripture. It's found in Luke chapter 17, mm -hmm. where Jesus encounters these 10 lepers. Mm -hmm. You know, these guys... They have uh, this disease that's just eating away at their flesh. I mean, you know, you get this disease and it's like your fingers are falling off, yeah. your ears fall. You know what I'm saying? Your body is just breaking down by this disease. And uh, I think it's a good place for us to, yeah. to begin. In Luke chapter 17, uh, verse 11 through 19, I'm going to read this out of the message um, translation. This is a paraphrase um, translation, but it's really good. I like the way that it captured you know, this element about having a grateful heart and how God responds. Yeah. Because I think a lot of times people, they come to the Lord because they have needs. Yeah. And their prayer is usually, God, I need this. I need that. I need my rent paid. Lord, I need you to do this. I need you to pay the bills. Lord, I need you, Lord, to provide some food. Yeah. Lord, we need a healing. We need a miracle. We need, we need. And people will approach God to take care of their needs, yeah. you know. And without that, um, and that's not there's not I a mean, lot of seeking i don't even yeah there's no seeking i don't even let our kids do that you know when they're coming up and they're like mom 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 and they're just they want something want something want something i'm like oh my gosh i'm like yeah. take a break chill like why don't you reset talk about something good and yeah. then let's carry on but i mean he's our heavenly father I would feel like I had an ungrateful batch of kids if all they did was talk about something I needed to do for them mm -hmm. instead of them talking about, oh, thank you that you do this. You know, our boys, they're, you know, they're not perfect, but let me tell you, those three kids, they truly will very and unsolicited say, mom, I love you. Dad, I love you. You know that. They yeah. do that to you. They, yeah. they really are that way. And when I hear them talk like that, when I... Um, you know, experience that with my kids, I want to do more for them. Oh, yeah. I'm like, well, let me tell you oh. how awesome I am. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. We're all going to go get slushies, you know, like, yeah. you want to do more for them. Mm -hmm. And how much more our Heavenly Father, like you were saying, it's like, come on, this is applicable, like, yeah. in real life. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, my grandkids, I mean, they got me wrapped around their fingers, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they tell, Papa, you're the greatest. Yeah, you're the greatest. Papa, so you're the <laughs> Papa, I love you. And I'm like, what do you want? Yeah, anything, anything you want. Anything you want. <laughs> and they know that. Yep. And so, you know, we, we we see what a what a grateful heart and when we do things for them, how mm -hmm. much it just it, they they enjoy, you know, the things that you 
you you bless them with. They yeah. enjoy the love that you give. And, and I love that. You know, it's that faith like a child. And God never gets tired of that. Yeah. It's not something that we should outgrow. And I think that yeah, that's this, good. this portion good of scripture outgrow. just captures such a vital lesson mm -hmm. that I, I pray that you learn this. Amen. Yeah. I pray that you get this. I pray that this becomes rhema to those of you that are watching today. In Luke chapter 17, beginning in verse 11 through 19 in the message translation, this is what it says. It happened that as he made his way towards Jerusalem, talking about Jesus, that he crossed over the border between Samaria and Galilee. And it says, as he entered a village, 10 men, all lepers, met him. They kept their distance, but raised their voices, calling out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Taking a good look at them, he said, go show yourselves to the priest. They went, and while they were still on their way, they became clean. God healed them. Yep. Because I'm going to tell you right now, God always answers. When you you want God's attention, ask for mercy. Yep. Oh, my Lord. Remember, he sits yep. on the mercy seat. On the mercy seat. You want to get the attention of God, you say, Lord, have mercy on me. You'll be surprised at how quick God gets yep. involved and changes things. They cried out, said, have mercy on us. And he just looked at them and said, you know what? Go show yourselves to the priest. They went, and while they were on their way, they became clean. They were yep. healed. One of them, one out of ten, when he realized that he was healed, come on. Basically, what happened was these guys were losing fingers, arms, toes, Leg, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Limbs, you know what I'm saying? And they were healed immediately where the flesh was being rotten. It was it was new flesh. Yep. It was healed. Amen. Where the where the where the finger was gone and, and, and pus was seeping out, you know, it was healed. There was no yep. more, no more, uh, no more open sore. So the disease was stopped. OK, mm -hmm. they were healed. And it says when one of them realized that he was healed, he turned around and he came back. Yeah. And it says, shouting his gratitude. Man, this man wasn't holding back. He was like, uh, excuse me, sir. Excuse me. I uh, just want to you know, give you a little gift card. Say thank you for, you know. <laughs> the guy shouting his gratitude, glorifying yeah. God. Notice that the gratitude and bringing glory to God are one. Yeah, the gratefulness and the thankfulness. The They're, inward and the outward it's, came out. It's giving glory. Yeah. Giving glory to God. Shouting his gratitude, glorifying God. He kneeled at Jesus' feet, so grateful that he couldn't thank him enough. Mm -hmm. Man, that's a grateful heart. When, when, when the only thing that you can do is just say, thank you, thank you, thank It shows that appreciation. Yeah. It shows the value of what's been done and the value, you know, that, that's being experienced based on something that someone on the outside did. And this man was was thanking Jesus in a way that was, I mean, he humbled himself. I mean, yeah. he, he fell to his knees, mm -hmm. you know. He wasn't just standing up going, Master, hey, heal me. Yeah. You know, he was on his knees saying, thank you, Master. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for giving me the mercy. It says he was so grateful he couldn't thank him enough. And he was a Samaritan. This guy wasn't even a believer. Mm -hmm. And it says, Jesus said, were there not ten healed? Where are the other nine? It says, can none be found to come back and give glory to God? Notice that gratefulness is you giving God glory for what he has done. Yeah. He says, where's the other ones that received the same thing? Mm -hmm. He says, where's the other ones? He says, no one can come back to give glory to God except this outsider. Then he said to him, 
Get up. Come on, how many mm -hmm. change your posture, man? You ain't gonna get be down up. no more. Get up. Mm -hmm. Come on, coming up to a higher place. Get uh -huh. up. Get up. On your way. He says, Your faith has healed and, and saved, saved you. you. The King James says and made you whole. Yeah. You have to understand what took place. Amen. The cry for mercy. Lord, help us. God will always hear your cry. Yep. God stepped in, healed them, stopped the disease, but they were still missing things. Mm -hmm. They still ha were, were having to deal now with the effects of what that disease has had caused yep. them. Taken, literally taken yeah. from them. Walking with a limp now, mm -hmm. healed, but I got a limp. Yep. You know, uh, healed, but I ain't got no fingers. Yep. You know, the one that was grateful was not only healed. He was made whole. Whole. Yep. Nothing missing, nothing broken. That means wherever this man was missing fingers, he grew fingers. Yeah. Wherever toes were gone, new toes appeared. Mm. This man was made new. Mm -hmm. And it was all the result of him being grateful. Mm -hmm. How many people, how many people are like those children at Christmas time or or you know, a time when you know, when children are young, you know, real young, when they're when they just they're that infant mm -hmm. type mentality, you know, when you buy them a present and there's something beautiful, you know, that gift is is so much more than what they know. Yeah. Amen. They're excited about the box and it's like, no, it's what's <laughs> in the, the box, box that's more important. Yeah. And sometimes people are like that with God. It's like they just, you know, they they they're just looking at the the surface of what they need, where yeah. God's going, you need more than a healing. You need to be made whole. Yeah. God's looking at more. Do you know where what just came out at me is when you're reading that, it says, they went and while, and this is, well, it's all in the same kind of verse because it's in the message, but it mm. says, it says, uh, he says, go show yourself to the priest. They went and while still on their way mm -hmm. became clean. And there's a, a few things that really jumped out at me right here is one, again, it goes back to have joy in the journey. These people still had a journey. Yeah. Well, they, they weren't healed yet. They, healed yet. <laughs> they were healed by faith, yeah. but physically they didn't see anything. Mm -hmm. And so they were still on their way. And also why I think people fall into, so one, that's a confirmation. Hey, you know what? The, you yeah. can still have, yeah. you know, by faith, set yourself up. It's to see progression. The, yep. But also I feel this is exactly what the enemy uses to cause people to lose out on being grateful and being thankful. Because one, I feel like a lot of people have seen people get healed instantaneously yeah. or receive, you a know, miracle. things, a miracle instantaneously. And they feel let down because that's not how it happened for them. Yeah. So what did they have to be grateful and thankful for? Because it wasn't instant. It wasn't instant. Because to them, it should have had to happen yeah. that way. A healing and a miracle are the same thing. Yep. It's just the difference is it's they're both a vehicle. Yep. A healing and a miracle. The only difference, it's it's like the difference between you flying to LA mm -hmm. and you driving to LA. You're gonna to get to LA. Yep. Both are gonna get you to, to where you wanna be. It's just one gets you there quicker. Yeah. So think about it. You have these people who they're literally walking, so a few steps away from Jesus, they're still open wounds. Keep going, still open wounds, still open wound. Wounds start closing. And yeah. they kept going. Yeah. They never stop. Like nine people, imagine they're all walking together, and this one person in a group yeah. sees what's taking place in his life. Yeah. That took time to get there, turns around and leaves, and still these other people decided to keep going. Looked back at him, I bet, looked at him walking away, going back to Jesus and said, Nah, 
I'm gonna keep going. Why did they? Why did they not think it was enough to stop and turn around? Because it wasn't how they probably expected it. That, they were crying yeah. out for mercy. They knew he could do something. Yeah. I bet you they didn't expect it the way that it was packaged to them. And and, and then also you know you get some people that they can't see beyond what they need. Yeah. Exactly. You know? And 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 you think about that. I remember the first miracle that I remember mm -hmm. when we came to Visalia, the first healing miracle that I had seen here. We were still in the home. I mean, mm -hmm. we hadn't even had our first building. We were in the house, yeah. in the living room. And there was a a, a, a a couple that we knew that had a friend that was young. She was like 30 years old, I think, 30, 35 at most. And she had been in an accident, car accident, had damaged both of her feet mm -hmm. real bad to where she had had a lot of surgeries. And literally, um, she, would, she, would, she was walking, instead of being, you know, your feet flat, she literally was walking on the side of her feet. Her feet were bowed in. Wow. And she had to walk like that because it because it was too painful to walk like this. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine that? Yeah. Wow. And and the doctors had no hope for her. They told her, they said, we cannot do any more surgeries. They said, we're going to have to amputate your feet. They said, within the next three years, we're going to have to amputate both your feet. Wow. The reason why she was at my house was because this girl, her f girlfriend knew that we believed in healing. Yeah. And we got results. Mm -hmm. And so she asked, hey, if I bring her, would you pray for her? Absolutely. So she brought her. We prayed for her. God healed that lady. Mm -hmm. Healed her. To where a few weeks later, I'm talking about less than a month later, she got a job as a foot carrier for the U.S. mail department. No. <laughs> delivering mail <laughs> by foot. Wow. And you know what? I never seen that girl again after I prayed for her. You know? You would think. Now, this is just my carnal mind. Yeah. I would have thought first thing she would have done was come usher. right back. Yeah. <laughs> come right yeah. back. It's like, man, I'm going to, I mean, if that happened off me just showing up to get that, what else can my, what else can, my life needs more change than just wow. that healing. Never seen her again. But I thought like that because I'm like that. Yeah. Because I'm like, man, I would have first thing I would have done was I would have been thank you. Yeah, I'd, I'd be grateful. I would, you Absolutely. know, uh, change my life. Yeah, but not everybody's like that, and not everybody's like that with the Lord. God does so much for so many, and we can't even we can't even fathom how much God does for us. That's unknown. Oh yeah, He how fights many, your battles before oh, you've even got there. Yeah, but, and sometimes Saved you'll you, never delivered yes. you. And sometimes you find out way after the fact. Yeah. I mean, I remember just a few years ago, remember we went to, um, I went to our, um, our doctor and he was saying, you know, um, you know, there are certain things going on. And he said, you know, did you have all your three boys naturally? And I said, yes. And he mm -hmm. said, with no help. And I said, no, no help. And, and he said, well, that's, that's, he's like, that is very fortunate for you. That's what he's like, yeah. that doesn't happen yeah. with what I see going on here. Yeah. And had any children. no, should, he said, it should have been more difficult. You should have needed help. You should have needed these things. And he's like, because what I'm seeing versus what is doesn't happen. Wow. And I never knew. And I'm like, and when we left, I was like, that is God fighting a battle. I didn't even know he fought. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how good God is. He fights. It's not just all those things you see. And, and I think that it's just a boost to our faith when we get to find out about those things yeah. he's done for us. But the magnitude of what he's truly done for us, we will never know till we get to heaven. Well, see, and this is the thing is that I heard my pastor, Dr. Seville, said this. He said, the, the depth of your praise will determine the magnitude of your breakthrough. Mm. 
the yep. depth of your praise. It's like, how how much do you rejoice? How much do you really give God the glory yep. that is due Him for the things that He does for us? Think of think what would ha what would happen? Come on, if nine out of ten people are ungrateful, mm -hmm. what would have happened? Think about that in a church sense. Yeah. What if nine out of ten people don't don't they're not grateful? Yeah. You know what would the church like look like if everybody was as grateful for as everything? Yeah. My if Lord, everybody that'd be revival. If everybody showed up, if everybody you know planted and enter in, and there, it, it takes everybody choosing yeah. something. You mentioned revival, and I I just was talking with our worship leader, and I was sharing with them and some of the staff. Um, right before we fully opened, mm -hmm. uh, you know, back over that cap um, that, you know, the governor put on. And I told him, I said, you know, we need to be praying that revival happen. I said, but revival yes. happens in the heart of the believer. Mm -hmm. it, people think it's an atmosphere, not to rabbit trouble, but they think it's only an atmosphere when mm -hmm. really it's a decision. It's a decision. Absolutely. Revival is a decision you make on the inside. And it, I really think it falls hand in hand with this because I can't see no, you know, sour, ungrateful, unthankful, joyless person reaching revival because they'll always be looking at revival as something to be cynical about Yeah. because they don't have the joy there. They don't have the platform open yeah. to receive everything that God has for them. And uh, it starts with a choice. All these things start with a choice. You have a choice. Like God gave you those seeds of the yeah. fruit of the spirit is your choice, whether you're going to water that or not. Well, when you have an attitude of gratitude, mm -hmm. you know, we hear people say that, you know, it's so cliche. But it's true. When you have an attitude of gratitude, it's like it's amazing what shows up, you know, when you're grateful, when you're thankful. And I know that when it comes to you think about what your life was before Jesus Christ. My mm -hmm. life was hell. I wanted to end my life, yeah. you know, and when he came in, he, he took over. Man, he gave me back everything that I destroyed, everything that I had forfeited, everything that that man, I let the devil ravage. It's like God gave me back not just my life, he gave me an abundant life. And when it comes to us as people, I just think so often people are so used to just approaching God just to get what they want, but they're not they're not mindful often of what he came for. The Bible says that he seeks worshipers that will worship him in spirit and in truth. Mm -hmm. But think about what Jesus said, you know, when when you know, when the people, all these crowds started showing up, you know, and he's break, you know, he's he's multiplying the fish and the loaves, these great miracles. But then after a while, Jesus said this. He said, you know what? He said, you used to follow me because of the miracles. Now he says, you follow me because I give you a lunch. Mm -hmm. You know, that's basically what he was saying. And that happens. Oh, uh, it's just, it's sad. I, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 it's sad. I think it's a, um, a, not a misrepresentation of the Bible. I think it's a misunderstanding of the Bible. When people, you can have so many people who they know the name of Jesus, but they don't know the heart of the Father. Yeah. And everything about Jesus, Jesus was our example, yeah. but he pointed to you Jesus. Me, you you always, Father, yeah. and you always talk about that. And it's like, people have, it. we're supposed to use Jesus's name when we pray. If Bible says that in your name, yeah. you know, that we'll the receive authority. those things. Yeah. But also it's all about God. Yeah. And people are missing that element. I yeah. feel a lot of times if they miss that element, then it's very hard to operate in something you don't realize why you need to operate it in. Yeah. And if you've why never, is it important? Yeah. And if you've never been grateful, then you don't understand the benefits of being grateful. Yeah. Those those those, those nine people, they were happy they got healed, but you know what? They they did they didn't even realize wholeness. They, was they the missed corner. out being whole. Yeah. And you'll never miss what you never had. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? God knew they needed more than a healing. He, they needed to be whole, and he was willing to do it. 
And notice that it was gratefulness, a decision mm. to be grateful that produced that. And I can tell you this, when it comes yeah. to you expressing gratefulness to God, there are two ways that stand out. I'm talking, these should be knee-jerk responses for us to show God like that, like that leper did, how grateful we are. The first thing is this, is that, man, you can express your gratefulness and your thankfulness to God by number one, obeying his commandments. Yep. He says, if you love me, yep. you'll obey my commandments. He said, and they're not grievous, they're not hard right. to, to bear, amen? So obey the word of God. It blesses the Lord when you obey his word. The second thing is this, is that serve him faithfully mm -hmm. with your whole life. That is so huge. I feel like people try to make the Bible what they think it should be. Well, I love God. Okay, well, that's great that you say you love God, but the Bible makes it very clear what loving well, love God it. means. Yeah, you love me, obey my commandments. <laughs> it's not based on how you think it should yeah. be. You love me, obey my commandments. And when you're obeying his commandments, it will lead you into service. Yeah. It will lead you to serve people. Because if there's anything that I, I minister, I always talk about having that unconditional love for God. Yeah. Because a lot of times people know, oh, well, God loves me. Okay, well, how do you love God? If you love God, it don't matter what comes at you. You will serve him. Yeah. You will be at his house preparing a way for people who don't know God yes. to come in Amen. and to receive. Right? It's so true. You're going you're gonna to wind up uh, showing the Lord how grateful you are by, by doing the thing that brings him so much pleasure. And that is reaching other yes. men and women so that they can know him the way that you know him. So that they can know this salvation. Amen. Amen. Praise God. It's been good. It's fun. Amen. God bless you. I pray that you have a grateful heart. I'm grateful that you were with us today. Amen. For Kingdom Concepts. And I pray that if you missed any episodes, you can go back. Amen. And, and watch them. A lot of great material. A lot of great things. Amen. To help build you up and make you strong. Amen. We love you and we thank you for being here. And I pray blessings over you, especially during this holiday season. I pray that God just shows himself yeah, strong in your life. Amen. Be blessed.